Welcome to episode number 11 of the Outside Scoop podcast. I'm Dustin Stortzum. Joined alongside me uh, this afternoon, as always, is my co-host, Jackson Bruce, the 2019 Expedition League GM of the Year and future Expedition League Hall of Famer. Uh, Jackson Bruce, how are we doing today? Good. I'm, I'm good. I'm officially a true adult now. You're a true adult. You got married this past weekend. Beautiful wedding, by the way. Um, Thank you. You could not have picked a better location. Uh, it was just beautiful all around. Had a fantastic time and uh, obviously enjoyed celebrating the love between you and Jess. Oh, it was a party, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for announcing my wedding party. It was that was that was some incredible stuff. You executed it well. Uh, we had the people rolling. They they loved oh, they the were roast. Dying, dude. They they loved it. Yeah, so shout out to um to my groomsmen, Carl, Sean, Jared, uh, Alex, and Jake, along with my best man Joel. Uh, I know you all aren't listening to the podcast because you never do, so this is pretty much just wasted time. But they made it, they made it an incredible day as well, and uh, they got roasted to oblivion by Dustin and I. <laughs> it was a great time. Uh, if, if I mean, obviously. <laughs> percent of the people who are listening to the podcast weren't there but we did this like sort of semi-pro jackie moon introduction uh to the wedding party and jackson asked if i'd do that for him and of course i said yes and i hope someone has a video of of that whole thing because i would love to to listen to that back oh but yeah. uh we roasted him bad joel doesn't have was, any hair over his uh, above his eyes oh dude we were just killing him <laughs> loved it loved it loved it um let's get right into things today man yeah so we're gonna start out with some buzzwords all right we got a first our first story is pretty uh pretty wild uh we got an arby's manager arrested after police alleged she poured hot grease on a drive through customer on april 23rd <coughs> Sorry, got to cough a little bit, you know. Uh, Shay Denise Peoples, who's 50, was charged with first-degree assault on Monday following the incident in, I believe it's called Huey Town. It's a suburb outside of Birmingham, Alabama. Um, the police department said in a Facebook post that the officers took an employee into custody after they determined the grease had been thrown following an altercation. So, essentially, uh, <laughs> this manager just lost their mind. Uh, they snapped, and uh, they threw hot grease on a customer. <laughs> Dustin, give me give me your buzzword for that, dude. WTF, WTF? Uh, what the, uh, wow, that's fun. <laughs> wow, that's fun. <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun. No, you know the you know what this kind of sounds like. Uh, you know, you know with social media going on these days, and everyone trying to you know create a video for for views or whatever. I feel like this was an instance where someone was recording and purposely, you know being disrespectful toward the Arby's worker or doing something along those lines of trying to make a TikTok video, just being disrespectful. Yep. And the manager just had a rough day. You know, her employees aren't showing up to work and just, you know, sometimes you got to let it go. Sometimes you got to let the grease go. And uh, unfortunately for this customer, it had to be on them. But um, <laughs> to me, it just, it, to me, it sounds like, um, you know, some, and I don't know if this is true, but maybe some sort of video was trying to be made. Someone was trying to be funny, and the manager just wasn't having it. I I think you I think you're on to the next thing where the next TikTok trend is to bathe yourself in hot grease. Oh, ooh, that would be not fun. I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd participate in that one. I think I'll stick to my uh, cringy like single TikTok videos. You didn't do like the Kylie Jenner like lip thing, like and just destroy your lips by trying to make them huge. You didn't do that one. No, but I did get it. I did get like ridiculed the other day because I don't use chapstick. Neither I've, do like, I. Never used chapstick in my entire life. I don't use chapstick very often. No. Like why? Why do I need to use chapstick when I can just lick my lips? Yeah, dude, lick them up. Crusty crust. Like licking some lips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. My buzzword though is about as obvious as it gets. This is greasy. Ooh. This is greasy behavior right here on both sides because if somebody is being that disrespectful that they get hot grease poured on them or thrown at them or whatever, you're probably doing something greasy. And the grease itself is greasy. But, man, I can't imagine how that must have felt. That must have felt terrible. Like, they, we talk about how McDonald's got sued, like, however many years ago for uh, not putting hot on their coffee and the person got, like, burns. 
can you imagine the burns this person got with the <laughs> from this grease that's just been cooking up curly fries all day? I like okay, so my my sister obviously owns a restaurant, and like I've seen the grease before after a long day, dude. I don't want that on me. I don't want that anywhere close to me. I'm be completely honest with you. Like I'm good. <laughs> you know what I? <laughs> oh, it's greasy, baby. But let's get a little frosty. What do you Ooh, got you next? Get frosty right now? A little frosty. Well, <laughs> Jackson Bruce, we all know that the Scott Frost experiment at Nebraska has just not worked out, right? It's terrible. I mean, the chosen one, the chosen one, Jackson Bruce at Nebraska has not been able to deliver as a head coach for Nebraska. Uh, he's got a 15 and 29 record there. He's never been to a bowl game. They're bottom dwellers of the Big Ten. And some more sad information is coming out out of nebraska we know this program loves to cheat you know they were doing it during the tom osborne era um you know frank solich got in trouble dude air out all um, the dirty laundry right now let's get an outside scoop exclusive dude uh carl polini was fired you know bo polini you know was in a little bit of trouble and now scott frost is just continuing that tradition jackson but this time he's not winning football games this coach does not win football games um Nebraska got hit uh, with with some big fines, some big fines. Uh, on Monday, it was a one-year show clause uh, from the NCAA's Division I Committee on infractions along with a five-day suspension during the 2022 season at the outcome of an NCAA probe into Nebraska's improper use of special teams analyst Jonathan Rutledge two years ago. So basically, you're not allowed to have an analyst come on the field and actually coach the team. Well, Nebraska's special teams was so bad, Jackson, that they actually had their special teams analyst come out and coach the team. Well, that's a no-no. You're not allowed to do that. So now Nebraska got hit with a fine, and also uh, Scott Frost is suspended for five days um, throughout this upcoming 2022 season. This is after um, Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Alberts uh, announced that a $1 million pay cut was coming um that way or to scott frost's contract um that way they could make some changes to his coaching staff and start winning more games so trev alberts was already like all right dude you got to take a pay cut because we're not winning games we have to hire better coaches to make you look good and now he's in trouble for uh misusing analysts on his football team jackson what is your buzzword for this story it's pointless it's pointless because scott frost stinks dude this guy stinks. Nebraska should just fire him. He's terrible. I'm sure the Arby's manager in Lincoln, Nebraska wants to throw hot grease on him. <laughs> he, he's not good. I think it's pointless. This Nebraska team's not, not going to do anything. This isn't really any punishment for Nebraska. It's on the record, sure, but it's the, the, the true punishment is letting Scott Frost keep coaching this team. They're bad. And yeah. uh, you, you look at their record throughout the years. Uh, you, you know, you're supposed to get better as time goes on. In fact, he's gotten worse. He was three and nine last year after starting four and eight. What was it, four years ago? They were five and seven, three and five. Then they went down to three and nine. This guy stinks, dude. And it's, it's a horrible. punishment to Nebraska, to the great corn husker tradition to have this guy running the football team. So I say it's pointless because the true punishment is letting this guy keep coaching. That is, that is right. I mean, I think it's the same thing with the basketball program down there too. Like Fred Hoiberg has just been horrible. Dude. It was all about, like, it was all about 10 miles, baby. Right. And they're like contract extension. I'm like, okay, <laughs> just, I mean, just keep shooting yourselves in the foot. That's Nebraska for you. I mean, outside of their women's program, by the way, bowling team's phenomenal. Volleyball team's phenomenal. I bet your, I Mixed bet your programs, roommate, I bet your roommate could bowl on their bowling team. He's pretty good. Oh, probably. He could probably <laughs> be their, I don't know. Well, He'll be their the anchor, team? dude. Yeah. Yeah. Is the anchor the best? You it's know, usually the is, guy is at the, the end of the, uh, end of the lineup, kind of like a cleanup okay. hitter. So, yeah, he could probably, I mean, he could probably start. I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, big volleyball school down there. Women's athletics, very successful. Men's athletics, dumpster fire. Even their baseball team is horrible this year, and they were picked to finish, like, top three in the Big Ten or something like that. So um, they're just a disaster. My buzzword is senseless. 
I was close to yours. Uh, mine's senseless. And I'm in the same shoes as you, dude. Scott Frost is not the guy. He's not the chosen one for Nebraska. He's been nothing but a douchebag and has caused problems. Um, Got strong for words the- for this man. I'm sorry. I have to, dude. Uh, we might have to, we might have to bleep that one out, but I, I have some strong feelings for Scott Frost. I've never liked the guy. He's not a good interview. He doesn't care about anybody else but himself. Um, and you know what? I I don't mind. I don't mind him continuing to coach in Nebraska and, and committing these infractions and not winning football games because I'm a Colorado Buffaloes fan. Let's go Buffs. And Colorado has uh, not lost to them in over a decade, by the way. And beat them with two different head coaches in back-to-back years. So L plus ratio. Uh, let's let's get into our third topic. Yeah. So third topic. I'm gonna go. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna change the order a little bit. I'll let us go back uh, every other. I got Met Gala. The Met Gala was this weekend. I don't really have much to say about the Met Gala, honestly. When it comes to what happened, it was just it's just a bunch of people and they got their fashion sense and whatnot and they go and hang out and do rich people things i want to hear a buzzword you have for the met gala all right it's just ug to me you know ug yeah i I just like rich and famous people like going out wearing hideous dresses that's not fashion dude some of those dresses that i looked at last night on twitter it wasn't fashion. They were hideous. They were disgusting. They were ugly. I would. I wouldn't wear some of those outfits for a million dollars. I'm being serious right now. Um, I love to see the video of uh, Elon Musk, huge Elon Musk guy recently, um, and his mother. They were there last night, and he was doing like funny faces to the camera and was not being serious whatsoever. And you know that's been his persona on Twitter as well. This guy's not serious. He has so much money. And he doesn't care what he does with it. And that's what I love. But the rest of it, ugh. I I have to agree with you. I think it's gross. Um, The Met Gala is, if people care about this stuff, I don't know why. It's just a bunch of rich celebrities who walk around in what they call fashion. Uh, it's, It's another one of those things, like the Grammys, like the Oscars and all that. It's just a bunch of rich people celebrating themselves, a bunch of celebrities celebrating themselves. And it gets old. It does. It's the only thing that kept the Oscars relevant was because Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. <laughs> Other than that, it's just a bunch of rich people who celebrate themselves and want to let us know how much more important they are. It's like Hunger Games looking stuff at the gala. It's, it is. I, I hate it. I hate it. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the gala. I can't believe people actually pay attention to it. If you if you're listening and you pay attention to it, feel free to tweet at us and tell us why, because we want to understand. Yeah. By the way, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, this, this guy's name is Jackson as well. Jackson Hinkle. He came up to me yesterday. I was in the Vine Street Cafe helping my sister out. He came up to me and goes, hey, dude, where's the pod? I was waiting for the new episode today. Um, oh. So I just want to throw in a quick shout out to him. Just real quick. It was on my mind. I had to get it off my chest. But um, he was like, dude, he's like, where's the, where's the podcast? He goes, I love it. I've been sharing it with all my friends. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to Jackson. Just real quick. Real quick. Jackson's Jackson's are great people. Yeah, dude. If your name's Jackson, shout out, man. Like shout out you. And also a shout out to my friend Carly. She listens out in Orient, South Dakota. She listens every time she gets the notification on Spotify. We got you, Carly. We are here today and hope you like the episode. By the way, if you are if you've been sharing this podcast with your friends and family, make sure to let us know on Twitter and you can get your own shout out in the middle randomly during this episode or, or any other episode for that matter. Uh, we'll throw you in there. Let's get into our last buzzword topic of the day. And uh, this one coming out of the football scene, the Cardinals wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, confused and shocked by a positive uh, PED test. He said, I wasn't careful enough. He He released a statement on Twitter saying, in my 10 year NFL career, I have never tested positive for using performance enhancing drugs. To learn that my November test came back with trace elements of a banned substance, I was confused and shocked. I am very mindful of what I put in my body and have always taken a a holistic approach. So I am working with my team to investigate how this could have happened. But even as careful as I have been, clearly I wasn't careful enough. For that, I apologize to Cardinal fans, 
my teammates, and the entire Cardinals organization. I never want to let my team down. I fully intend to get to the bottom of this. As soon as I have more information, I will share it. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he has been suspended for the first six games of this upcoming season, and uh, he captioned that tweet, see you week seven. Jackson, what's your buzzword for this? I think it's sad. And, it's and you know, right now I, I, I really applaud DeAndre Hopkins for the way he uh, responded to it. Uh, he he's always been a classy player, always been a classy individual when it comes to his on field and the off the field demeanor. Um, when he he's a very appreciative individual, and just you know, I think he speaks from the heart. And so I think it's sad. I hope that it was an accident, and I hope that it wasn't something that he meant to do. I I don't see it being that way. As a wide receiver, I don't see why you would use a PED. I, I don't know why you'd use performance-enhancing right. drugs. It doesn't make sense to me. So I'm re- I think it's sad because it might tarnish his legacy. And there's going to be people who uh, will never get past this, and they'll call, call him a cheater and all that stuff, just kind of like Big Poppy in Boston. It's been pretty well known that he got dinged for something that was is not illegal but showed up on that uh, PED test that was sealed. So, you know, though, and he luckily got in the Hall of Fame. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a Hall of Famer. Hopefully it doesn't bring down his legacy, but it is sad. Yeah, I, mine was let down because I've really enjoyed DeAndre Hopkins. I've kind of followed him his entire career, and I've always been a fan of him, even though uh, I'm a big Pittsburgh Steeler guy. And, uh, you know, he he's at the top of his game, man. And just to see a positive test like that, it's almost – I want to believe him. I want to believe that this was just completely an accident and something, something slipped up. He took something that he thought was legal and it wasn't. And, um, you know, it was just a complete accident. Um, you know, like I said, he's at the top of his game. He's one of the top wide receivers in football. Who wouldn't want this guy? And it's just bizarre to me to think that he would, you know, try to tarnish his career, uh, to get another step in front of, the rest of the wide receivers in this league because he's already at the top of his game. So um, I'm disappointed. I'm a little let down, but uh, at, at the end of the day, I, I actually don't think this is going to uh, tarnish his career all that much. And, you know, maybe down the line, once he figures some things out, maybe he'll be able to reduce that suspension. Maybe something will get worked out and uh, hope the best for him. Hope the best for him for sure. One thing of note before we go on to our next topics is that he didn't get dinged for his PED. I think this happened in November. He didn't get mm-hmm. dinged for PEDs in October or December. And there See, was and, and, and it was trace amounts in November. Right. And so that's where I'm like, okay, this something seems off here with this story to me. Yeah. So hopefully all the best to DeAndre. Not like he knows us, but we like you, DeAndre. So you can always come on the podcast and share, you know, the information that you find out of this. If you yeah, like. we could get the exclusive outside scoop. Yeah. We'd love that. All well, right. So should we get into our WWID? Yeah, we got some good ones today, don't we? Oh, we have got some some really good ones today, Jackson. Uh, let's start with our first topic today. A, <laughs> a Pirates of the Caribbean ride broke down at Disneyland. And... They, they were stuck. All the all the people on this ride, they were stuck for over a half hour. This one lady, though, Jackson, she had to go to the bathroom really bad. So you know what she did? What did she do? She went to the bathroom. Where at? Off the side. Off Ooh. the side of the, of the ride. She went into the water and uh, just went. I mean, I mean, she was still on the ride, but she peed into the water. And uh, I guess when you have to go, you have to go. So, Jackson, my question to you, uh, where's the craziest place you've had to use a restroom? All right, man. This is going to be one of the wildest stories we hear on Outside Scoop. Uh, So I was traveling from Fargo to Aberdeen when I was in college. And we, I really needed to poop. And um, we, there was no gas stations open. We'd actually gone to a Fargo Force hockey game. So it was probably about one in the morning. And I'm not going to tell what small town it is because I don't want this anybody to know. But uh, there was a funeral home that was, uh, and I, I, to be honest, I didn't know it was a funeral home. But uh, there was a building on the side of the road, and it was easy access. They said, "All right, Jackson, you're going to have to get out and use the restroom over there. We have some tissues. Take these. 
if you need them. I said, okay. So I go behind the building, and uh, it's one of those buildings that was big enough to have a safety light on, you know? Right. And so I'm I'm going, and I'm not even looking. I'm I'm off to the side, and I peep in the window, and I realized it was a funeral home. I poofed behind a funeral home. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a funeral home when I went behind the building. I found out it was, and I got back into the car, and I, dude, I... I was not okay. <laughs> see, love it. See, I, love I, it. I, I poofed behind a funeral home. What, what's the craziest uh, place that you went to the bathroom? Well, I was going to say in my pants after a long night at the bar, but oh, uh, no. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, so one time we were heading to uh, Nationals in Louisville, Kentucky for Skills USA. We had Skills USA competition in college, and it was for broadcasting. And um, so all the kids who qualified for nationals in in any of the events at Northeast Community College got to go to um, Louisville, Kentucky. We took like a huge charter bus. I think there was like three buses we ended up taking. Right. And we're driving through. There's no stopping at a hotel. Like we're going straight from Nebraska to Kentucky. And dude, this is in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning. I got to go. I got to go bad. And. you know what you have to do in those situations? You don't want to. You don't want to have to stop the entire bus at two thirty in the morning, right? Right. So you find that empty Gatorade bottle that you had a few hours back. Oh yeah. And I uh, just kind of, you know, I had the, uh, I had the seat closest to the window, right, on the bus. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of angled myself toward the, toward the window, and uh, all of a sudden, some noise. <laughs> <laughs> Start hitting the bottom of the bottle, <laughs> and the kid who was sitting next to me was like, "Are you doing what I think you're doing?" And I'm like, "Yep, don't look." I said, "Don't you look?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, I and then he the was bottle. impressed when he looked. He was. He's <laughs> like, "Man, that takes uh, <laughs> that takes some nerve to do that on the bus with 80 other people." On oh but, uh, man! When you got to go, you got to go, Jackson. That is true. That is true. <laughs> uh, our next WWYD. This woman going viral on TikTok, Jackson, because she says that, uh, okay, okay, so just leading up to the story, you know Instacart, right, or like online shopping through Walmart where you can order through the app and then they'll literally do the shopping for you and just bring the groceries out to your car? Yep. Well, this lady uh, ordered through Instacart and she said that if a man shows up with her groceries, she will cancel the Instacart on the spot because women are better communicators and they pick out more, f- they pick out better produce um, than a man would. So my question for you, Jackson is, is this woman sexist or is she smart? If I'm in her shoes, I do the exact same thing, but I only mm. do it. I only, I only, I, I wouldn't do the exact same thing. I wouldn't cancel it. I wouldn't do that, but I see her point because she's not wrong. (laughs) I've picked out produce. I'm terrible at it. I get it. Um, Now, also, I don't have to worry about that because I'm a microwavables kind of guy, SpaghettiOs, pizza rolls, ramen noodles. I like sandwiches, so I don't even need to put them in the microwave. Um, But when it comes to produce, I totally get it. I've watched people at grocery stores. You watch a dude pick out some strawberries and it's in that little box. He's just like, yeah. oh, the, that one on top looks pretty scrumptious. And he just grabs it. And you got the, you get a female doing it. And she's like examining the box. She's looking at every strawberry in that box. Not pulling them out, obviously, because she's not disgusting. But she's like looking at every one of them. And, you know, you get apples. Me, I'm like... I'll put a few apples in a bag, and I'm like, well, it doesn't seem mushy. I think that's fine. But a, a, a woman is doing it, and she, she'll examine the apple. Like, I, I, I watch guys at the produce. They just kind of throw something in and get going. The woman is doing her investigative duty and just looking around at everything that she can. She's finding her best options. And that's why I totally agree with this woman. Besides the fact that, like, hopefully they tell you who's bringing it, but they probably don't. So maybe maybe the, it just got pawned off on this dude to take out the groceries, but you can't cancel it. Somebody worked really hard, but I understand her point. Right, right. I, I wouldn't cancel it, but uh, 
I do understand where she's coming from, as you said before, because man, when I go when I go grocery shopping, like you said, I don't care. I just grab the first apple. You know, as long as it looks good enough for me, like I'm not very picky over my apples. I'll grab my apples, grab my oranges, my grapes, you name it. Um, but like you said, man, women will take their time. They will look at every inch of that apple um, and, and make sure it's the right one to take home. And I'm just not that guy, especially if I was in like an in, if I was an Instacart worker or I worked in like online Walmart shopping, whatever. There's there's no way I'm taking my time to look at the produce. I'm grabbing whatever's on top and putting it in the bag and I'm sealing it up because I probably just don't care enough about the job in general. Um, but I wouldn't. I don't think I would cancel the order. Do you think she's sexist? No, it's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm with you. See, I'm with you. There. I, I'm I don't sure. I don't cry sexist too often, but it, it, it might be stereotypical, but it's also true. We're men. And we just have to accept it. Would it be a sexist, though, if she canceled it, you know, after seeing a male you that, know, pulling up to her that's, trunk? That's probably sexist. Right. But but the idea the whole, that like, she's coming with... shopping for you thing would be not sexist. No, because she's it. right. Right. All right. I think we're in agreement here. <laughs> Let's go to our third <laughs> WWYD today. Uh, this is a crazy story out of Washington. It's actually not out of Florida for once. A 70-year-old man in Washington thought he saw a guy stealing from a grocery store on Saturday. He confronted the man. They got in a fight, and the 70-year-old shot at him. The victim's fine, and uh, he did not steal from the store. The 70-year-old man with the gun who fired the shot has been arrested. Uh <laughs> Jackson, my question for you. What's the most drastic way to stop a robber? Or what would you do in a situation? What what um what's the craziest thing you would do to stop a robber? Oh, dude. I would do something like you see in the movies or on TV. I would grab the bad produce out of my cart <laughs> and I just start chucking it. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Boo, you know? I'll be throwing tomatoes right. at him. I'll be throwing apples at him try to trip him with some strawberries. I would even probably unpeel a banana and take the peel off and throw it in front of him and see if it's Mario Kart. I was <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th- I'm throwing my bad pr- produce at him, man. I'm throwing my bad produce, and he's gone. We're going to spin him out with that banana peel. Love it. Love it. I'd go through like a chase scene. You know, like where they're running, like oh, like overseas, a movie scene uh, overseas where you're jumping from rooftop to rooftop. You got a moped. Down. And yeah, and then when he when he's going the jump, make this long jump between buildings, I like fly out of nowhere and grab him and tackle him to the ground. And then you take that snicker bar that he stole right out of his hands. And then you eat it. <laughs> then you the, eat it. Yeah. And then you look over to the camera and you say the snicker satisfies you're not you when you're hungry. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, that's what it is. Because you're not, you're not you actually that uh, that athletic. <laughs> maybe, maybe like four or five years ago. Four or five years ago, when you're a Roman center field and right, steal at right. home for short stack. But I don't know about today. I'll tell you what. I was on the dance floor at your wedding for about thirty minutes, and I was oh, dude, I was, I was done right there. After Jess took me out on the dance floor, Jackson, I was I was done, dude. I, I understand. I, I understand. I it was a dude. It was a fun dance, man. I was I was getting down. I was getting I was too. down, dude. I I was grinding. Oh, whoa, whoa, dude! When low by flow rider comes on, I become my sixteen year old self again. Hey, you become the zoo, Jackson Bruce. Oh, the zoo! Shout out the zoo! <laughs> Shout out, Shout the, out zoo. the zoo! <laughs> Your dad was getting a little wild on the dance floor too. Dude, my dad is Say a that. clown. My dad. We can't. He. We, we can't repeat what he what he said, but uh, oh. he was getting down about my dirty. mom. Yeah, no, we can't repeat that. That's bad. <laughs> that that was. I told my mom. Did you? Oh my gosh! What was her reaction? Oh, she was so mad. She just rolled her eyes. She's like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I love it. And I was like, "Are you I surprised?" You. And she's like, "No." I will say your dad's got some moves, man. <laughs> I I know the the father son dance that we had. You guys were grooving. <laughs> we were grooving. He was swinging me around. Our final story today, uh, a man in Louisiana. Things are going down, down south. And uh, (laughs) I mean, in terms of squirrels attacking older gentlemen. 
this man in Louisiana was attacked by a squirrel, like vicious, viciously attacked by a squirrel. He had to go to the hospital and get checked out. And squirrel attacks are up like 50% in the South. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's in the water down there, Jackson, but the squirrels, they're going crazy. So my question for you is what small animal have you been attacked by? I've been, I've been attacked. Well, I shouldn't say attacked, but I've been chased by multiple geese. You ever been chased by a goose before? Yes. Yes. Oh man. I, they're uh, scary. They, dude, geese are mean, man. They're, they're really, really mean. Uh, so my, my grandpa and grandma live out in the country and you know how, uh, country neighbors are, they're a few miles away. And, uh, we went over to my grandparents' neighbor's house, Dorothy and Nell's, and, uh, they had this goose that they, I think it was like part of a school project or it was a school pet or something. I don't remember why they had this goose, but they had this goose. And if you tried to go towards like the barn and it was around, it would chase you to the door. <laughs> it, Love th- it. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. So yeah, geese are mean. I've been, I have not been attacked, attacked, but I have been chased by many geese. Love that. Uh, well, I don't love that, but at the same time, from the outside looking in, I love it. I've actually been attacked by uh, a hamster before. Oh, how'd that happen? Dude, I had this hamster in uh, elementary school. His name was Fuzzy, Ooh. and he was like Perry the Platypus, man. I'm serious. In terms of like being sneaky, like being able to get away with things, he would break through his cage. I don't know how. We ended up duct taping the entire cage shut. That way this hamster could not get out, and he still found a way to get out. He chewed through the duct tape. I'm not joking. This hamster, when I found him one time, he ended up in a vent. Don't know how he got there, by the way. He had duct tape wrapped around him. He had been gone for days. I thought he was dead. No, this guy's just roaming around the vents. He's hanging out, man. So I catch him, right? And he and he bit me, like drew blood on my finger. Dude, that they got sharp teeth. They're little vicious things, man. Yeah. It was like a. It hurt too. I mean, right on the tip of my index finger, on my on my right finger, or on my right hand, and uh, drew blood. Did not feel good. And he proceeded to live like two and a half years past an average life expectancy of a hamster. He was probably just mad he was alive. Do I? He got out. Not joking. Probably ten times. What a stud! We could not stop him. That's awesome. Good for good for him. What was was his name? Hamster man, Fuzzy. Fuzzy, shout out to Fuzzy. I don't. He's dead though, probably right. Oh yeah, he he's long gone now. Well, but. shout out to Fuzzy upstairs, baby. <laughs> Fuzzy upstairs, baby. You want to talk to the audience real quick for us? Yeah. So we're still looking for some sponsors, you know, for the podcast. We By the way, lo- oh. you should give them a numbers update too because we've been going off the charts lately. Oh, you guys, we are almost to a thousand listens. We are killing the game. You should be a part of it. I want your business to be a part of it. Give me a call, 605-224-8686. Your business can be a part of the of any of our segments if you want. We could you could be a part of Buzzword, WWYD. Where you at? What you hauling? Or goaded, whatever you want. Or we can just throw in a commercial for you. We can shout you out. We can do whatever. You want to present the sponsor. You, you want it. If you want to have your business present us, we could be outside scoop presented by your business. So yeah, give me a call, 605-224-8686. We'll get something popping. We come back. Short Stack will be on the line. It's where you at. What you hauling on the Outside Scoop podcast? Welcome back to everybody's favorite segment of the podcast. Uh, we're on the phone with Short Stack. Short Stack, where you at? What you hauling today? Well, I am. I'm in Nebraska today. Um, I'm hauling feed ingredients back and forth through from omaha to grand island oh okay all right interesting so short stack we had this uh topic today during our wwyd segment uh this woman got stuck on a uh pirates of the caribbean ride at disneyland and she had to go to the bathroom really bad they were stuck on this ride for over 30 minutes so she just pulled her pants down and started peeing off the side of the pirate ship my question for you today, short stack. Where's the craziest place you've ever had to go to the bathroom? That kind of puts a whole new meaning to the golden showers to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> go. The craziest place I've ever had to go to the bathroom was 
I was uh, hauling beans to Sioux City, soybeans, and uh, have you ever had one of those moments where you just get that bubble gut feeling like, ooh? Of course, of course. <laughs> and, okay, so I was I was in line in Sioux City, and they got they got porta potties there for truckers and they're rather gross but i was about there was a big lineup and i was probably about six blocks away from the closest porta potty and there i had i had that feeling that you know i'm just i'm not gonna be able to make it that far so i'm clinched up i open my door and I slither out of my truck like a snake on my back because I got to keep everything clinched up. <laughs> so I, I penguin walk to the back of my truck and I crawl up under the, on a grain, on a grain trailer where it hooks up to the truck. There's a big gap under there and a guy can crawl up under there. So I crawled up there and, and I, uh, squatted down and did my business right there just uh <laughs> underneath the truck and trailer and uh i had some blue those blue paper towels shop towels and cleaned up and i took the paper towels with me and put them in a walmart bag because i don't want them blowing around <laughs> but uh got back in the truck and and uh sat there a little bit and line moved forward and so i pulled forward and <laughs> all of a sudden i hear on my cb radio who the hell is street <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> i just could not stop laughing <laughs> and for <laughs> and, for, and for, your, for your female audience i have rather nice glutes Due to the fact of situations like that. <laughs> so, so you definitely went number two then. <laughs> so I definitely went number two. Uh, I love I went it. Number two in the streets of Sioux City. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Great story. The legend hey, of short back right there. Hey, you got to do what you got to do when you're out here. Well, hey, you truck drivers, you, you guys work hard, and sometimes you have to do the unexpected from time to time. Well, I didn't piss off no Ferris wheel, but <laughs> or whatever the ride was, but, you know. <laughs> <coughs> we love it. We love I'd it. Like, I'd like to say congratulations to Jackson on his marriage. Thanks, Shortstack. I appreciate it. He's... Every, everything fun in life is is coming to a close for Jackson Bruce. Yes, your life is over as we know it. <laughs> well, no, I get to go to Hawaii good. first. Oh, that that'll be a good start. But remember, you, would you like some marriage advice from from Short Stack? Yeah, I'll take some Short Stack marriage advice. All right. So to to keep a, a happy marriage, once in a while you got to go camping. And once in a while, you got to go fishing. Once in a while, you got to go to the bar, you know, have a couple drinks. About every third month, you got to take her with you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and then everything will be good. Perfect. No, no, it'll be, I'm, I'm happy for you and I hope the best for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Especially after a good story about pooping in the streets of Sioux City. <laughs> Short stack, we always appreciate the time, and uh, you'll be filling in as my co-host while uh, while Jackson is gone. So you guys will be seeing much more Short Stack here uh, in the next couple episodes that we put out, and uh, it's it's going to be a, a Captain Jack Sparrow ride for sure. And, and then you lucky lucky <laughs> listeners. And then uh, you guys are going to call me then. Right? Yeah, we're gonna call. We're gonna call Jackson Bruce. Uh, where are you at? What you drinking? That's what we're gonna call that segment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, Short stack. Thanks for the time, and we'll see you for uh, tomorrow's podcast. All right, you boys, be safe. Jackson, have fun in Hawaii.
All right. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. That was uh, that was Shortstack on the line. Always a fun time with Shortstack and his pooping adventures in the streets of Sioux City. Let's get into our uh, last topic of the afternoon. It's our it's our go to topics today, and we've got some good ones for you. Our first one today: mixed drink. Jackson, what's your what's your go to? What's your go to mixed drink? Big fan of mai tais. Okay, I love me a mai tai. I'd never had one before, and then I went to the St. Charles Lounge. In here in Pierre, shout out to my guy Nate who runs the St. Charles Lounge. Um, and I'd never had a Mai Tai before, and it was one of the signature cocktails. And so I I had one. And have you ever had a Mai Tai before? I have not. I've not. Okay, so it's like made of rum and curacao, um, some syrup and some lime juice. It's uh, it's one of the characteristic cocktails in tiki culture. Ah, okay. And so I, that's that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the Mai Tai. They are a delicious drink. They 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 can get a little strong, but let me tell you, they they go down easy. Love that, love that, and that that's all you need in a mixed drink. That's right. It goes down easy. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why you mix it with something. Right. My favorite, my go-to, Crown Apple in Sprite or Sierra Mist. Ooh, um, okay, all right. Love it, love it. Goes down easy for me. It tastes delicious. And it doesn't take me very long to get a little buzz going off of it. Um, love me some a double shot of Crown Apple and some Sprite with it. Also, I mean, Pepsi tastes good with it. Uh, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Cream Lemonade soda. tastes good with Crown Apple. Right. Anything tastes good with Crown Apple. I don't like normal Crown, though, which is like, I don't like normal Crown. I haven't tried the vanilla or peach. I don't, don't they have a peach flavor? They also well? have a salted caramel one. And a salted caramel. Yeah, I haven't tried any of those, but I don't like regular straight crown. But, uh, man, crown apple is is just on a whole nother level. I also so That would be my go-to. Also, uh, another underrated one that I don't know if anyone drinks, but i ever done whiskey and apple juice. Whiskey and apple juice? No, but that sounds interesting. Yeah, the, the taste of the apple juice kind of complements the burn of the whiskey and the taste of the whiskey, so it's actually really good. Really good. Okay, I might have to give that a shot sometime. Yeah. Highly recommend it to all the listeners. Whiskey and apple juice. You won't regret Love it. Love that. All right. Our uh, next go-to topic. Yeah, our next go-to topic, Pop-Tart flavors, Jackson. What's your go-to, man? All right. So I, uh, I've i got this website called Delish that okay. ranks food sometimes. And uh, their number one is Frosted Strawberry, which I think is the worst thing you could have ever put at number one. Mine, I am a huge fan of brown sugar cinnamon. Oh, dude, I was going to say that. But my, I'll let you explain brown sugar cinnamon because second on my list is number four on their list, and I love wild berry Pop-Tarts. Wild berry? You might have to explain a little wild berry to me. I've never tried that. Okay, so have um, you ever seen the Pop-Tarts that are like the purple with the teal bluish frosting, like the the, bl- the like swirl, like the lines on it? I don't, okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I have. Oh, man, it says Wildlicious on the box. It, it, it's a box that sticks out. It's not like your average Pop-Tart box, but they are good, dude. And they look straight out of the 90s, man. They look Love like, it. you know, the, that 90s, uh, that the 90s, like, styrofoam cup or the paper cup um, design with the with the teal and the blue. I mean, the purple. Right. Yeah, it's like that, but reversed, but on the um, but on the frosting. It's really good. Wildberry, it's like strawberry, raspberry, and blueberry all mixed. It's really Love good. Love that. It's really good. Um. The brown sugar cinnamon reminds me of, like, if you grew up poor, you'll know what I'm talking about. Cinnamon and sugar toast. Oh, yeah. In the morning. Like, as a kid, dude, I loved cinnamon and sugar toast. And that just gives me, like, flashbacks of being a kid before school. The brown sugar cinnamon is just so good. And it just reminds me of eating cinnamon and sugar toast in the mornings. Oh, it is delish. You'll love it. You'd love it. There's no. If you haven't tried it, try it. There's no better way to eat a brown sugar cinnamon pop tart than like, cr- like cracking off like the crusty part, and just mm-hmm. having the filled and frosted part. Dude. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, you can't really do that with any other pop tart because like they they break off too easy. But because the brown sugar cinnamon's sticky on the inside, you can like crack that stuff off and you get the the crap off of it, and then you just then you just dive into the good stuff. Love it, love it. All right, our last one today, sitcom. What's your what's your goaded sitcom, Jackson? Dude, it's it's the goaded sitcom. It's the 
one of the most underrated sitcoms, one of the deepest sitcoms, and one of the most medically accurate. It is the most medically accurate show on television. Also, the only other podcast that has a better duo than Outside Scoop is the podcast Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach Braff and uh, Donald Faison. It is Scrubs. Scrubs, Scrubs, is, okay. Scrubs is the best sitcom of all time. I don't care what anyone says. Seinfeld's good, and it's widely considered to be the greatest. Community is good, also vastly underrated. Dude, Scrubs is better than The Office. Scrubs is better than Parks and Rec. Scrubs is better than That 70s Show. Scrubs is better than just about every sitcom that you can imagine. The show will make you laugh. The show will make you cry. It's got some of the funniest lines. Uh, Ted... Uh, Buckland, the lawyer in that show, he's the hospital lawyer. He is, dude, shot, uh, RIP Sam Lloyd, great actor. He played Ted so well. There's one part in uh, Scrubs where, because he's, he's always sad, and he's always like the sad sack, and he always just seems pathetic. And there's one part in the show where uh, Courtney Cox is actually in it, and she's the new chief of medicine, and she opens up his briefcase and she goes, Ted, why is there only a smiley face button and a revolver in here? He goes, oh, one's for when I'm sad and one's for when I'm really sad. Like, they have the dark humor, they have the goofy humor, and then they they touch you with the uh, with the human element of working in a hospital. Honestly, it's just the best. And also, you should listen to Fake Doctors, Real Friends. They watch an episode of podcast, they rewatch it, and then they talk about the episode, and sometimes they have... Uh, guests from the show come on and talk about it with them. You get the in-depth part of how they filmed it, but then you also get the funny banter between Zach Braff and Donald Faison. So Scrubs is number one. What's yours? <laughs> how am I supposed to top your explanation for a top sitcom? I, dude, I am, I am <laughs> passionate about Scrubs. That one. You did your research for that one. I, dude, that came right off the top of my head. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, I've got a few favorites. Um, obviously, like... Seinfeld's probably my number one. I know it's just about it's about nothing. Seinfeld oh, it's so is funny literally about nothing, but it's so funny, and you can laugh at every single episode. Uh, I've also really enjoyed Modern Family. Modern uh, Family is great. On the last, I watched I that last night. The, did you? I did. I did. You, get, you know that that's another sitcom where you get a little bit of everything. A lot of laughs. You know, some heartfelt moments, some life lessons, and some stupidity all at the same time. Um, but one underrated sitcom for me was New Girl. I don't know if you ever watched New Girl. I haven't. Just watches New Girl. I know that. I love New Girl. You get like your uh, so basically it, it's a girl and then three guys living together. Yeah, it's Zoe Deschanel, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, there's the love between the the love interest between Nick and Jess, and then Winston seeing Jess's friend Cece, and there's a falling out there, and then there's a falling out between Cece and Jess, and then like Winston's just on the side trying to go through life, and <laughs> you know he's just struggling in himself. Um, but man, that show very underrated. I recommend you watch it if you uh, if you have the time and you love watching sitcoms. But uh, a very underrated one right there. But my number one, my go-to, always Seinfeld. Uh, Kramer's great. The whole cast of Seinfeld is great. And it's just a show about nothing. So you, you never know what's going to happen in any given episode. Oh, but, uh, it always takes a twist, too. Like, you're expecting it, it to have a point, and it never does. Yeah. No, it's a, it never does. It's amazing. And I love the episode where they, like, pitch to a network essentially what Seinfeld is. Right. right. <laughs> it's a show about nothing. <laughs> show about nothing but uh i i got one in the spirit of me getting married i got one good scrubs quote for you okay there was a scene where uh turk and carla turk the surgeon uh who donald Faison plays and then carla who is the nurse they get married and there's a scene where uh she pulls a pancake out of a drawer and she goes turk why is there a pancake in the silverware drawer he goes well why is there silverware in the pancake drawer <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, I, I love that one. And then he, there's one where they're arm wrestling, and he, like, uh, he absolutely demolishes her. He goes, do you see what you get when you mess with the warrior? Like, oh, I just I just love that show, dude. I could quote Scrubs all day. In fact, we were quoting it uh, before my wedding, me and my buddy Alex, where we were just, oh, we had, it, it just gets me rolling every time. Great show. Great show. Love it. All right, Jackson, before we wrap up the podcast, 
Um, you, you know, you, you started a couple podcasts ago. We forgot to do it in our last one, but giving a shout out to uh, a certain place or to a certain someone who's your, who's your, who's your special town shout out. Or if you want to shout out anybody, I know we, we already shouted someone out before, but let's give one more shout out to a certain group of people or a town or a person, whatever. Who's your shout out to today? All right. I actually have an interesting one. Cause I just learned this yesterday about our, um, about our data that we have. Okay. Uh, you, right. you, you mentioned that 34% of our listeners are from Virginia. Yep. Well, it says Washington. I found out that's Washington, D.C. And I, oh. and I found out why. My, okay. my friend Kevin, who I worked at, with, at Bank West with, he told me that um, the federal building here in town, all of their servers are actually Washington, D.C. servers. So, they, so it could be that the feds are, um, here in town are listening to our podcast. And uh, if that's the case, shout out to them for listening to our podcast on your uh, federal government servers. Um, and also, uh, you know, pay your taxes, people. That's that's what I'm saying. The federal government's listening to us at a high rate, Dustin. A very high rate, by the way. Like, like a third of our listeners are in the federal government, apparently. <laughs> We're popular with the feds. I love it. That is awesome. Um, I'm going to give my special, sh- I got to give a special shout out to my wedding date, right? Oh yeah. I Jillian, mean, by the way, she's great. I met her. She's awesome. She, she's a beautiful person and I'm glad I got to meet her. Thanks for bringing her out, Dustin. Yeah, she was literally, I could not have picked a better wedding date. She was so much fun. Uh, dude, she was showing me how to dance. I, I didn't even know what I was doing. That might've been the alcohol too in me, but I, I have two left feet out on the dance floor. She made me look good. And uh, we had a great time, man. Like I said, a beautiful venue, beautiful place to have a wedding and uh, did so much dancing. And she got to meet you and, uh, you know, your group of friends. And she really enjoyed it. Uh, We got to go to Mount Rushmore afterwards. And um, and we just had a we had a ton of fun. She's she's great. She's the best. I just want to give a quick shout out to her for flying all the way out from Connecticut and and going to your wedding and. yeah, so that's that's my special shout out today. And and, uh, and she got to find out the location of Alex's cufflinks. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> that's an inside joke that we can't tell on this podcast. <laughs> right. All right, man, let's wrap things up. That'll do it for this episode number 11 of the Outside Scoop podcast. We appreciate everybody listening. Thank you to all the people who are like commenting, hey, man, where's the podcast at today? Unfortunately, um, <laughs> I had to take – uh, Jillian back to the airport yesterday, so I wasn't able to hop on and record. So that's why it's coming out a day late. But um, no worries. We'll be back on track tomorrow. Jackson will not be joining us because he's going to be on a flight to Hawaii. So it's just going to be short stack and I tomorrow running this thing. Um, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to go, but it'll be interesting to say the least. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this edition see of the Outside Scoop.